0: TourTips subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50% and their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit tour-tips.com, the online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast,
1: this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tindall and James Butler. Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It's the Golf Betting Podcast, and it's a major, it's a major one. And as always, we're here to preview it today. We record late on a Wednesday to allow the guest, as always, Dave Tyndall, to uh, peruse all of the various things that are around about the US Open Golf Tournament. And then we'll be back between... Rounds one and two, rounds two and three, and rounds three and four with update bets as well. So the majors, there's four editions of them. And Dave Tindall, always worth looking forward to these, isn't it? Majors are just something a bit special.
2: Yeah, and if you um, remember last year, um, we picked um, Bryson DeChambeau to win at 25-1. to 1, And he did, uh, based on his Wednesday press conference. Um, so that was a, a kind of um, very satisfying outcome, given the uh, sort of modus operandi of this podcast is to record late, is to take in all the press conferences on board, uh, make a bet on the back of them so that it worked out a dream last time. So hopefully we can uh, repeat the feat.
1: Well, let's have a look at the uh, top end of the uh, betting markets then. And John Rahm, he is the tournament favourite. He's 10 to 1 in the markets. Brooks Kepka is 18s, as is Dustin Johnson. You've also then got Bryson DeChamber, the aforementioned, at around about 16s, 18s as well. Zander Schaffelet is in there at around 20 to 1 best price. Rory, McElroy, 22 to one. We'll go a bit long further down, seeing as this is a major. Jordan Spieth, he's 22 to one. Colin Morikawa, my mate, he's 25s. And then you've got Justin Thomas in there as well. Best price of around about 25s too. Um, Dave, as I mentioned, we always wait until uh, as late as we can on a Wednesday. It allows you to soak up all of the the vibes coming out of the uh, the tournament. Has that led us anywhere ahead of this uh, trip to Torrey Pines in California?
2: Yes, because we know the course because it's played, um, it's used on the PGA Tour every year for the Farmers Insurance Open. But that's in January, this is June, and the conditions, conditions, and to Sean Connery, are much uh, different. Plays much firmer and faster um, at this time of year. And that's one of the themes of all the press conferences. I've gone through them all and Try to sort of work out uh, who seems to particularly uh, relish uh, these conditions or maybe some other factors that we didn't know about. And I've come up with two each way bets. Can I ask you a question before you
1: get into yes. your bets today? John Rahm, he's the tournament favourite and I know he's a good player and I know he's destined to win majors, but he's never won one, has he?
2: He hasn't, no. So you're going to ask me why is he so short? Yes, I am. It does seem a bit strange, doesn't it? Why he's sure as eight to one in places, and yet you can get eighteen to one on everyone else. Two things there with Ram. Ram. If you look at his bare form, the latest result he's got is a WD, which is withdrawn. But obviously that was at the Memorial, where he was six shots clear, pulverizing the field with fifty-four holes played, just a lap to go. It looked like it would just be a victory lap for him, but. He got informed about a positive COVID test on the 18th green on the Saturday, had to withdraw. He's had to self-isolate for 10 days, uh, which has affected his prep a little bit, although not too bad. He, on Tuesday in his press conference, he said, I played nine yesterday. So he, he, he's obviously got there on Monday. So he's, he's practiced. So there's that element to it that his very latest form did look spectacular, even though he didn't actually get to finish it off. And who knows? He, could have shot 75, someone could have been passed him, but it certainly looked very good for 54 holes. The other thing is, this was the scene, Torrey Pines, of his first PGA Tour win back in 2017. He closed it out with a brilliant eagle, and he's, he's come back every year since, and not won again, but produced a string of top tens, string of good finishes. And he even proposed to his wife at Torrey Pines as well, so he's got massive connections with the place. I'm not sure proposing to his wife, makes him shorter and better than he should be. It's clearly a place he loves going to, but I'm surprised that he's so much shorter than everyone else when he hasn't won a major.
1: I assume... By that last comment, then, he's not one of your two picks
2: today. Who are? You assume correctly. So I'm going to go um, for, well, more than double Rams uh, price. 20 to 1 on Xander Shaffelet. That's 20 to 1 at William Hill. Now, we did know from previous comments and knowledge of golf that he is the local guy, lives in San Diego, where we are this week. He has got all that advantage. But how much advantage, I wonder, because he, he said a couple of weeks ago at Memorial that he was trying to hold off practising because over the last few months here because it, the course wouldn't be the same. So I did wonder how his prep would be, and then he revealed that in his press conference when um, he, he said, since I am local, I did spend the week here prior. I played the course a lot. Obviously, it's changing each and every night, much firmer and faster. Rough is getting longer each day. With the heat wave coming through, I'm assuming the greens will get really firm, and I've just been preparing all last week and the first couple of days. He expands on that when someone says, well, how much you know how much time have you spent here i played 64 holes here last week starting on wednesday i played 18 wednesday 18 thursday 10 friday 18 saturday i'm trying to make this more of a local place for me so even though he lives nearby he's obviously out on the road most of the time and doesn't get to play it's a municipal course so bizarrely can't always get on it's quite full he has got all that practice i'm reminded of of justin rose at merion i think it yeah, Mary and when Rose went at Mary in the US Open in 2013, it, it came out after he'd won that he'd been practicing there the week before, since the previous Wednesday. That's always stuck in my head that if someone's got their ages before, when it's much quieter before the kind of big rush of players come in on Sunday and Monday, then, you know, it's, it's got to help, you would think. And and Schaffler is that guy. He's played, as I say, 64 holes leading up to that. He's in good form coming in. He was third at the Masters. Amazing US Open record. Four times he's played it. Never finished worse than sixth. So put it all together. 20 to 1 nine places at William Hill. I thought that was, that was a, a strong each way. But
1: that preparation, Dave, I mean, Zander Chaffelet has got close in majors. never quite got across the line and never quite sort of like really asserted his identity on kind of the final round, has he, and kind of drifted down a little bit at times. Is this kind of a little bit of him thinking, right, this is my time now. I need to do something about this. I'm going to take this one really seriously. I'm not saying the others aren't taking it seriously, of course they are, but it just strikes me that that shows a little bit of determination.
2: It's certainly heartening. If you if you backed him anyway, just say on his basic US Open form, which is, as I say, fantastic, or just on the fact that he's the local guy, you've got to be heartened by hearing that he's been putting it all in into practice. Sometimes that can go the other way. If you get there on Monday and kind of play loads of practice rounds in a short space of time, but he's been doing it Kind of in the previous week. So I think he doesn't have to do an awful lot in the build up now. He can take his foot off the gas and just get mentally ready. So I think all that prep's in the bag. It's just a nice place for him to be in. So yeah, it's just added. I liked him already, but reading that has just made me think definitely pull the trigger
1: just looking at the the prices available on him his best price is 20 to one but that's five places you get um, you
2: can get nine places at william hill at 20 to one so at 20
1: to one with william hill then and that's at nine places which is quite generous isn't it mr hills thank you very much for that um so as on the shuffle it goes in then as our first selection for this uh, us open golf championship Let's move on then to your second pick, Dave Tindall.
2: Yeah, so we're over on the West Coast, the beautiful West Coast of America, California. The last time the US Open was held there at wonderful Pebble Beach, a place I've been lucky to go to. Gary Woodland took the title. Just every now and again on this podcast, you just name drop of course, don't you? I've, I've been there. Barack Obama told me to stop name dropping, so I really <laughs> should Yeah, so he he won... Not Barack Obama. So. Last time at Pebble Beach, 2019, Gary Woodland, big hitting Gary Woodland, won the US Open and added to a, a pretty strong trend now of American winners who who can give the ball a good whack. Um, and Gary Woodland took victory there. Now, he's back playing some nice golf again. He He's had some injury troubles, which um, explains why he's down the bend. And it, since winning that major, it's not quite gone as well for him um, as he would have thought. But he's coming into some nice form. Again, if you look through... Um, His record, the hints they was, so in April, he was sixth at the Texas Open. At the Wells Fargo Championship, he was fifth at that course, Quail Hollow, that's been used for major before. Fourteenth at Colonial as well, uh, two starts ago, which is really good. He came in for interview um, and he said, this week coming into it with a lot more confidence, game is in a lot better spot. Um, Coming to a golf course I'm familiar with, a golf course that I like a lot so sets up good to my eyes. I'm excited about the week. For me, the golf course, there's a lot of holes that go left to right. So it sets up really good for me with my driver. And then he continues why he likes the course. But he also reveals that he spent three days in Las Vegas with Butch Harmon. They weren't just gambling and eating out of restaurants. They were obviously practicing hard. So three days with Butch, Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Then he came over to Torrey Pines on a Sunday.
1: Do you know what, Dave? I'd love to have three days with Butch Harmon. He wouldn't have to teach me anything. I just like listening to him.
2: Yeah, he's brilliant. brilliant. I'm name-dropping again. At One Rider cut when I was working for Sky, I sort of got to hang out in the green room all week because I was sort of taking down their quotes and everything. And Butch, what an entertaining guy he was. He was fantastic. Just very funny, very sharp just incredibly entertaining so that's without I, him all his coaching skills I, I think you've told me that story before when I when you were with Scarlett Johansson that day <laughs> yeah that was an imaginary one I think but I, <laughs> I really was with in the same room as Butch Harmon and Monty Robert Lee a few others but yeah Butch what, what a star and brilliant, brilliant coach. Obviously, he used, used to uh, coach Tiger Woods and uh, a busy man. He's got lots of players on his books. And for Gary Woodland to see him Thursday, Friday and Saturday and iron out some stuff, it, it just sounds like Gary Woodland is absolutely full of confidence going into this US Open. You look at his course form, he's got a bunch of top 20s there, five top 20s in all, three of those in the last five appearances. He's got a ninth and a tenth. So, I just thought as an each way bet, maybe it's asking him, asking a lot for him to win another US Open. But I thought as an each way bet, I think he can get 80 to one.
1: Yeah, just looking at the prices on Gary Woodland. Um, I mean, you can get him as big as 115 to one, but that's kind of win only, which goes, goes against exactly what you've just said there. It ranges seemingly between sort of 66s and 80s across the, uh, the various bookies. But um, Looks to me like eight places bet three six five at eighties is is, is the best option.
2: Yeah, that seems the sort. Of- the sort of sweet spot, doesn't it You can get more places, but you it's so with Skybet, you but you're taking a chunk off. So yeah, 80 to one, it looks a sweet spot. You can get more places with Skybet, for example, but you have to take 60 to one. So 80 to one with eight places seemed like the ideal combination. That's still a you know a good amount of places that he can run into. And on recent form and how he's sounding on a course that he clearly likes, Gary Woodland won his US Open on this West Coast in uh, at Pebble Beach and I think he have some good memories going back and he just sounds in good spirits, so that, that's my each way bet based on what I've read in the last day or so.
1: Across all sports, venues and, and kind of favourite moments and going back there again and feeling those vibes again count for an awful lot don't they? And it seems a little bit strange, these are all professional golfers who can move the ball both ways and they just have a natural shape some of these golfers don't they and what fits their eye and what fits their game can change from course to course and obviously Gary Woodland is a He's a Torrey Pines fan.
2: Yeah, and talking about that, it, it was only, I remember, in the, in the last major, Xander Um He's got some great form this season, but um, he suddenly missed the cut by a mile at the PGA Championship at Keywater Island. Then later, um, it emerged that he just couldn't get to grips with the course. He said it just didn't suit his eye at all. So it's a big thing if, if it doesn't go your way, if you shape the ball a particular way or a comfortable shaping it a particular way in it, and it's... Most of the holes are the other way. You know, you're fighting it from the off, but it it sounds like Gary Woodland just absolutely loves this place. So it's important um, to get the ball in the fairway. So so if he can keep hitting that left to right shot, he says he also um, likes to take advantage of the par fives as well. Uh, he says they're massive for me, they're birdie opportunities. So there's some of the holes that he really likes to play. So I think Gary Woodland at 80 to one is, is a good each way bet.
1: I mean, it's all about course feeling right for these players, isn't it? And uh, I'm sure there's people out there like me in my head. I'm thinking, have I actually ever found a course that actually feels like it suits my eye? I'm not quite sure. That's that's possible for my game. But obviously for Gary Woodland and co, it certainly is. So thank you very much for that, Dave Tindall. Our picks this uh, ahead of this US Open Championships under Chaffelet. 20 to 1, nine places with William Hill. Um, take him each way as do Gary Woodland, the second pick from Dave Tyndall. He can get him at 80 to 1, and that's eight places with bet three, six, five. Dave Tyndall, enjoy the opening round of the US Open. And I will talk to you
2: after round one. Yeah, we'll be back Friday morning with some, probably some match bets. So we'll see how we go with
1: that. Yeah, I'm all responsibly out there. Everybody enjoy the major. They come little, well, they're coming around very quickly, but uh, there's, you'll get back to normal at some stage to savour every single day for this US Open Championship. And uh, hopefully good luck with all of you bets. We'll see you again on Friday.
0: Bet Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi-sport Bet Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org
2: for all the information. Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on jumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Jumba Casino